this kind of power, it's going to go straight to my head. <laughs> Speaking of power, how does it feel to be walking around with your new friendship bracelet on? Oh my god, it feels great. Damn! So far, no one has said anything. <laughs> My son asked, why do you have handcuffs on? Are these, like, real handcuffs? And I was like, no, real handcuffs are much bigger. And he's like, yeah, they're supposed to go around your wrist. Like, he's asking all kinds of questions. He's like, Mom, those are wrong. My kid did say, like, what is that? And I was like, it's a bracelet. And he was like, mm, whatever. Like, okay. Mom's a loser. Dude, the little stringies that hang down. Oh, so many times. Oh, we should have put them on our left hand. Dude, I feel like they're bugs and stuff. Uh-huh. Like, it'll just slowly, like, slide over my arm. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Legit, that's happened to me twice already. I screamed. I was outside looking. At, I fucking filled up a bird feeder and now bees are all over it. And I was outside watching it and I had my arm kind of up by my face. Like, I don't know what the fuck it was doing, just resting gently. <laughs> and one of the little beads on the end, like, just glided across my upper arm mm-hmm. and I fucking lost my shit because I thought it was a bee. Because you hate bees. I am terrified of them. And my son was like, what? 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 Mom, what? And then we were just like <laughs> running around the yard and Lee was like loving it. <laughs> like I just came out here to watch you freak out when a bee flew by your head because <laughs> they were swarmed this like oh, bird, hummingbird feeder was like swarmed with bees jeez yeah that's your nightmare and you it were is. like I'm gonna go outside well, not they behind were, glass they were fucking drunk man like the, I don't know if this is a thing mm-hmm. but they were like falling off of the bird feeder and not flying away they would just like fall off then crawl around on the ground and like fly back up like yep let's get some more of that shit that was some good <laughs> shit some good shit yeah oh and so I was watching the show and then a bee didn't even dive bomb me. It was just my bracelet. <laughs> just reminded me of a friendship. <laughs> oh, a friendship tickles like bees. <laughs> Ew. I don't like that. Oh, man. You just reminded me of another goddamn. Ooh. Is it the one you're going to produce for today? I mean, it should be. Okay. Let's segue into it, Aaron. What's your goddamn? Well, last night I was digging through my fucking craft bins because I was like, oh, my God, you have craft bins. I Girl, love I have it. like fucking six totes. <laughs> I actually have them also, but I don't have them all in one location, so they're just, like, you know, in storage everywhere. <laughs> no, mine are, like, lined up in front of my fireplace that we don't use, as if to say, this is where I keep my things. Oh, my God, I love it. <laughs> I want to pile mine all together so I can say I have craft bins. <laughs> yeah, I have four legitimate totes and then, like, two fucking giant-ass cardboard boxes, and I'm like, I should consolidate. That is consolidated. <laughs> <laughs> but I was digging through them because I was like, oh, I got to find my fucking blue. Because also, they're not easy to get to. Like, you don't they're have behind that my shit, couch. like, organized? I do, but I couldn't find my blue because I knew that I had put it somewhere else, not in, like, this is all of my color-coordinated shit, right? Yeah, I yeah. have. Everything is color-coordinated. I would but, think so. For you. Because it's me. Yeah. But if I'm working on a project, then I grab all of those colors that I'm working on and I put them, like, with that project or, like, in a different tote. This is my, like, working on tote, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so... There's a system. Yeah. I couldn't find it in that color. And so I was like, motherfucker, I have to go through all these other fucking totes to see where my dumbass must have put them. And I was doing that and I was looking for it and I couldn't find it, blah, blah. Anyway, I had to use one of my new blues. It's just technically Oh, my God. This is just turning into the best goddamn ever. So then I sat down with my fucking blue and I was, like, sitting on the couch and my husband was sitting next to me. And he's been obsessed with TikTok lately. I don't fucking know why. Oh, oh I can get behind it. See, Brandon and I are the same fucking person. He watches this is it why we get along. Nonstop. Literally. Yeah. Which it's also, the best. I can't lie. I've started watching it, too, because they're funny as shit sometimes. Yes. 
It's addicting. It's like oddly addicting. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And then I was sitting there and I was kind of like looking over at his area and his phone to see like, well, what was this motherfucker watching on TikTok? Yeah, right? what are we giggling at? And then I saw a little like scuttle of something on my shoulder. Oh no. And it was white and I was like, what the fuck is that? And so I like jumped up and I fucking brushed it off and stuff and I was like, what? And then Brandon goes, it's that. And I was like, don't you fucking say it. It's a silverfish. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought, oh, oh, oh. I thought he was going to tell me it was a house centipede. Oh, no, Which that's are worse. fucking terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, so in my head, I was like, nope, do not tell me it was that. It was a silverfish. Silverfish fucking terrify me. Silverfish are the scariest thing I've ever Why seen. Why do they look like that? They're all so fucking prehistoric-looking motherfuckers. They're so fucking prehistoric. <laughs> but have you ever seen a house centipede? Yes. One the, million times scarier. <laughs> yeah. 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 They're legitimately fucking, only at your house. It's terrifying. They're terrifying. <laughs> and so I thought that's what was on me, but I was like immediately lying to myself. Like, yeah. that was a motherfucking silverfish. You went down a notch and chose silverfish. <laughs> yeah. It would... Not scar me as bad as a fucking house centipede. Yeah. And so then I like blah, 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 flew off and I saw it like fly onto the ground and then went under Brandon's barefoot. Oh, fuck. And he was that. like, what the fuck is wrong with you, right? And I was like, it's under your foot. Like, you have to do something about it. And he's like, it's a. And I was like, it's a silverfish. And then he fucking. <laughs> <It's a silverfish. laughs> he stomped it out and it was a silverfish. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. Oh, God. Brandon goes, it's because you were digging in all your craft shit. And I was like, there's silverfish in there? Oh, my God. No, thank you. Yeah. Why do silver. They're always in the weirdest fucking places. They're always in, like, what is this, a hundred-year-old book? Yeah, right? (laughs) I was going to say, mine are always in, like, a bathroom or something. Like, I pull out the last towel, you know, from the cabinet that you've never used because it's the one you hate. Mm -hmm. And so every time it runs out, you're like, oh, time to do fucking laundry. (laughs) You pull that motherfucker out for the first time in a century, and then fucking a silverfish will plop out. So it's always, like, the bathroom. I have a lot of boxes of things, like all of my dad's belongings and mm. stuff is in boxes. And for whatever reason, he'll be like, go look at this fucking recipe book for me. And so then I have to find this book and then text him a picture of the recipe that he wants because the internet doesn't exist. Oh, dear God. That <laughs> sounds like my nightmare. <laughs> That's almost like helping an old person use Facebook on their phone. Oh, my God. I had to FaceTime someone on how to do something in <sighs> Illustrator the other day. No. I almost died. <laughs> oh, it's the worst. <laughs> like, is the moment... An older person in your life is mm-hmm. like, I need your help with something. Mm-hmm. You're like, fuck, don't let it be Facebook. Don't let it be technology. No. Let it be something simple. Yeah. Don't let it be a fucking nine-hour chore. It's always a nine-hour chore. Well, also, I was like, okay, so let's FaceTime so I can see your screen because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. And so we did that. And you know how you can flip the camera to, like, look at the screen, but then you can also see the person? Oh, my God. Yes. I already know what you're going to say. He didn't do that. I know. He just turned the phone around. So then he doesn't know what I can see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's just like... Can you see it? Yeah. Can you see and it? And he's not in the and right like, area because it's to the never, right. The camera's never where you think it is. <laughs> My God, it was a fucking nightmare. And I didn't try. I was just like, yeah, okay, I'll get through this. <laughs> I can do this. I'm not going to tell him why he's wrong. <laughs> oh, my God. It's yeah. the worst. So my goddamn is fucking silverfish and old people technology, I guess. <laughs> okay, I love your goddamn. Okay, wait. So this didn't segue, but I'll use it as my real goddamn. Okay. And good luck editing all this shit. <laughs> but I, my son was like super bored. And I gave him a bunch of fucking markers in a box, and I was like, decorate it. And so he was doing his thing, and I was, like, cooking dinner or some shit. And he got really quiet, and I yelled out to him, like, saying, hey, how's it going in there? You know, you still yeah. fucking alive? What are you doing? And he slowly poked his head around the corner into the kitchen, and he had drawn all over his face. Oh, no. With oh, a black no. marker. Oh, no. And he made, like, a big old circle around his mouth. You know, like, under his nose and around his mouth, like, a bunch of circles. And he goes... Look, I have a COVID beard like daddy. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he kept calling it his 
COVID beard. I was like, oh, my gosh. And I was trying not to laugh because, you know, we don't draw on our face, right? Yeah. Especially black man. You're a little, little white kid. You can get yourself and your ass kicked over here. <laughs> oh, my God. So, oh, my God. Um, yeah. That poor kid. All day long, he was walking around with fucking COVID beard on his face. Talking about how it's his it COVID off. beard. I tried. <laughs> it took like a day or two to come off. <laughs> I mean, it was like really faint, but you oh know. my god, that's hilarious! Oh god, fucking motherhood. I guess my kid's not allowed to play with markers unsupervised because he'll put the wrong caps on the wrong ones. Yeah, uh, you would be horrified because he asked me to help him put a cap on a marker, and I was like, "Why are you struggling?" And I lifted off the lid, and it was smashed to shit from him <laughs> trying to put the lid on the marker the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I take it away from my kid as soon as he starts doing that. I'm like, "I got it." <laughs> You know, life is so much freer if you just buy the markers knowing that they're not yours. That's true. And then you can just let them do shit and you mm. can sit there Mm-mm. without anxiety. I don't think it would matter to me. And then you can just throw them away. They're like two bucks. Mm-mm. Look at me and my <laughs> fucking frivolous life. I know. Jeez, my rich, rich bitch. I'm just sitting on all my coins over here. Buying I think they were fucking, fucking Mr. Sense. That's a brand name. <laughs> They are! But I got them off of Amazon, so I'm pretty sure they're not the real kind. Mm. It's, it's like the knockoff brand. Yeah, the, oh the China brand, Mr. Yeah. Sense. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, the brown's supposed to be cinnamon, but instead they pick something else, like cinnamon apple, and you're like, mm, it's close, but not quite right. <laughs> Why is it like that? Oh, I don't like it. It's in my nose. <laughs> uh, can we address, you said cinnamon, and now it has me fucking... On some shit. Okay. 2020 yeah. is not okay. And no. they fucking discontinued brown sugar cinnamon Pop-Tarts. Oh. <laughs> this should have been your goddamn. <laughs> it really should have. This should have been your goddamn. Well, listen. No skin off my nose because those are the worst fucking flavor Pop-Tarts. So they should have discontinued them years ago. They are the best flavored fucking Pop-Tart. If you have 500 gallons of water no, well, and you have water in your mouth and you take a bite and then you swallow it and then put more water in your oh mouth. Oh my god. Like taking a not pill. generate spit? <laughs> <laughs> not enough for those motherfuckers. <laughs> they are so fucking good. And Ugh. I know there are other people that will vouch and say they're fucking good because they are the best. Like and two. Two other people will. It has me fucked up. I don't like it at all. Yeah. I'm upset. I don't know what to do. This I is, bet they might won't. have been the worst thing to happen. I wonder why they discontinued them. Like, what the fuck happened? They were just like, fuck it. <laughs> we're over I this hate one. this year. But not the fucking s'mores one. Like, yeah. get out of here okay. with that. I will get behind that. S'mores might be worse than brown cinnamon sugar, whatever. All of those. I could take a bite of the s'mores one, though, and be like, oh, this is good. I could see how people could like it. It's a lot for oh, a whole it just fucking tastes Pop-Tart. like fake chocolate. I mean, it's better than weird-ass cinnamon paste. No, it's not. <laughs> it sticks to your mouth. Brown sugar cinnamon paste. Mm. So it's like two of the driest ingredients, <laughs> and they slap it inside of a dry pastry. With fucking crunchy-ass frosting, frosting on it. Mm. No, thank you. Delightful. All about that strawberry. With them weird-ass sprinkles on top <laughs> that sometimes get crunchy. <laughs> anyway, that's my fucking soapbox for a moment. Okay, are you ready to talk about murder? I've never been more ready for anything in my life. <laughs> what was, I feel like it's that my life is now, now or never. I'm gonna live forever. All right, let me tell you a little bit about Mark Sappington. All right, Mr. Sappington. Mark with a C, just so you know, not with a K. Get it right. Mm. All right. 
Like, okay, so this Mark, bougie-ass motherfucker. <laughs> he's super fancy. So Mark was born February 9th, 1979 in Kansas City, Kansas, not Ooh. Missouri. Okay. Uh, to his single, hardworking, very religious mother. All right. Mark's father was never actually, like, in the picture from day one. So Mark's mother relied heavily on her religion to, like, help raise her kid, like, guide them and fucking, like, don't be like other assholes. Yeah. Come be nice and... Jesus is your daddy now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's exactly what she said. <laughs> and every night he'd be like, dear daddy. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Okay, so Mark grew up kind of like on the rough side of town. And so that's why it was so important for Mark's mom to kind of like raise him under this religious area, whatever beliefs and everything, so that he wouldn't end up like a lot of his peers, which were... You know, want to be gangsters, getting yeah. into drugs and violence and whatever out on the streets. Exactly, and he was he it, he took to it. He actually did really well. He was really well respected in the church. He kind of became like a choir boy. Ooh! So he always obeyed his elders and all that shit in the church. And so everybody was like, "He's such a nice young boy." Mm-hmm. And at school, he wasn't really the brightest or the best student, but he was charming. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he had a great personality that drew people to him. Okay. I hope my kid's not charming. I know. <laughs> you be a fucking asshole. Yeah. Be awkward. <laughs> be awkward, damn it. Then I'll it'll, know you're okay. It'll keep us all safe. You're normal. Oh, my God. Side note. My kid started playing a game where he just, like, chops off my body parts. Mm-hmm. And he was doing, like, my arm and shit. And I'd be like, oh, no. How am I ever going to live my life without my arm? And then he did my head. And I was like, uh, no. We don't chop off heads. Like, I didn't know when to draw the line on body part chopping. <laughs> and so, so he's going to grow up being like, as long as I don't cut off their head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's a good role. <laughs> oh, fuck. I don't know how to do any of this parenting shit. Parenting is hard, man. It's fucking impossible. It's okay. I'm for sure giving him Your problems. Your kid's not that charming. So, no. yeah. We'll be fine. Yeah. As long as he doesn't fucking end up charming. <laughs> Okay, so uh, one of the kids who was drawn to Mark was a 16-year-old boy by the name of Freddie. And I guess his actual name was Elton Brown. Oh. Not like the guy the on Food Network. Yeah, the food guy? <laughs> the food science guy. Not like yeah. him. Uh, but everybody, for some reason, called this guy Freddie. So okay. he is Freddie. Got it. Freddie saw Mark as a bit of a bigger brother and kind of a role model, and he almost idolized the guy. Mm, okay. The problem was that as Mark grew up, he started to fall into the wrong crowd. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't exactly the best role model for Freddie. Mark started to participate in some recreational drug activity. Ooh. And his preferred drug of choice was PCP. That's not recreational. <laughs> no. No. That's like you might have a problem. That's like <laughs> fucking zero to 100. <laughs> what is like the most intense form of recreation? <laughs> uh, I mean, recreation? I guess probably like Coke maybe? Destruction? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You like Coke? You can do Coke and still have fun. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. I'm thinking recreational. Like pot, obviously. People do recreational pot all the time. I mean, maybe True. people who are, I don't know, in the fucking hustle are going to do Adderall and Coke or something. Yeah. Uh, past Coke, it's not recreational past anymore. Past Coke, I feel like it's not recreational. That's a that's a job. <laughs> that's, a, that's an addiction. That's an addiction, yeah. All you right. have to fucking work at it. Okay. Like, where do you even get PCP? I don't fucking know. Drano? You burn it in a light socket on a full moon, and then it turns out into PCP, and you can smoke it or shoot it? I don't fucking know how PCP works, really. I don't really. either. I thought it was a pill. <laughs> I have no fucking clue, because oh, I don't do it. I don't either. I don't know how to do any drugs. I don't either. Man, shit. 
like how my tolerance though is like, oh, okay, Coke, Coke is fine. <laughs> yeah, PCP is not. Coke, and we're still having fun. I've never done Coke either, so I don't okay, know. Okay, well, listen, it's probably a good line. That reminds me, one of my favorite memories is my dad telling me that his favorite drug to do was speedballs, and I was like, Jesus Christ, Dad, what, like, what the fuck? And my dad is was, God damn it, Aww. my dad was like the nicest, like innocent, like, yeah. happy-go-lucky guy. But I he, never would have pictured him being like, just gotta go do a speedball real quick. <laughs> right? I mean, you know, but he was young once, so yeah, whatever. you know, we all were. <sighs> okay, so Mark's doing PCP in the streets, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and uh, PCP is known to cause paranoia, hallucinations, violent behavior, and some, like, fucking intense shit. Right? Yeah. It's not, you don't just take it and then you just, like, chill. No, you can, like, get tased and be like do it again and start talking like the devil yeah bring it bring it again yeah that was great <laughs> i'm not Jesus, going down this shit <laughs> and he's like don't talk to my daddy like that <laughs> okay so because of his drug use he had a few altercations and run-ins with the police mm-hmm. but never any kind of like violent crimes against others or other people or anything it was just kind of like fucking robbing shit doing some sketchy shit that kind of stuff. Okay. Until March of 2001. Mm-hmm. So in 2001, Mark had met a man by the name of Armando Gayton in his neighborhood, mm-hmm. and the pair struck up a friendship. I'm sure it wasn't based on anything wonderful in sunshine and rainbows. It was probably, you know, like, you know. Mutual n- drugs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or something. Mm-hmm. Um, Armando was younger than Mark, but he was kind of like a tough guy around town. He was kind of described as, like, a gangster wannabe, and he was known by the cops pretty well because he okay. was always getting into fucking shit. Yeah. So he maybe was not the best person to hang around with Mark. Like, not somebody you really want to associate yourself with. Yeah. But Mark was like, yo, let's be friends. Yeah. And Armando had acquired an assault rifle somehow at some <laughs> point in time. <laughs> Look what I found. <laughs> You know what I have an idea about? Ooh, an assault rifle. (laughs) Let me just acquire one of those. Yeah, you just come across that or something? Uh, I guess in this fucking neighborhood you do. All right. So they had this assault rifle, and Armando and Mark had come up with this plan to rob somebody at random for some extra cash. Because they were like, PCP is expensive, (laughs) and I am PCP thirsty. (laughs) So let's get that cash. I am PC parched. Exactly. So they were PC parched and they had to go quench their thirst. And so they were going to rob somebody to get some extra cash. So the whole plan was that Armando would do the talking and Mark would just hold the gun and they would just walk up to somebody at random and they were going to demand all of their valuables or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's and then we were going to fucking book it. Right. Nobody was going to get hurt, but they were going to use this gun as kind of a scare tactic. Yeah. Well, they can overkill, by the way. But uh, all right. Soul rifle. (laughs) Jesus Christ. You could literally walk up to me on the street and be like, give me your shit or I'm going to shove you. And I'd be like, here you go. Don't shove me. (laughs) Damn it. Sounds painful. I might get a headache. What, am I going to break my wrist trying to break my fall? From a sudden jerk. Yeah, right? Like, one time I fell off the monkey bars face first, threw out both my hands, and fractured my wrist, and it was, like, the worst pain I've ever been in. Oh, my God, you have? And I was, like, 13, so I don't want to try to hold up this body now. Yeah, right? It's way more little force. Fucking limpy wrist <laughs> inertia. Yeah. Yeah. All this. Yeah, I have so much more inertia. <laughs> So now Mark and Armando are like, all right, let's fucking do it. And they're walking around, and they come across this man by the name of David Marshak. Okay. And I think he was like an auto ship dealer. Like, they went to his dealership. Okay. Not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure I read that. What is auto ship? Auto ship. 
you know, auto shop, oh, okay. auto shop, auto car. What am I? What's the word I'm looking for? Automobile? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh my god, Jesus Christ! Uh, what is an auto ship? Yeah, an that's auto ship. what I was trying to say. Auto dealership. Oh, <laughs> auto dealership. dealership. That makes so much more sense. It does. I was like, why does this sound familiar? But I have no idea what an auto ship is. <laughs> In my head, I was like, did I just fucking lose a chunk of my life? Like, what happened? Why did I think that was a word? Makes sense now. Yeah, it does. I'm glad we cleared that up. <laughs> okay, anyway, so this guy owned an auto dealership. I'm dumb. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, so this auto dealership guy, David, yeah, uh, he's just, like, working, doing his thing, and Armando and Mark walk up, and they carry out their plan on David, and he doesn't resist, and they're like, yo, give me all your fucking jewelry, money, whatever. Yeah. So he doesn't resist, and he hands over his valuables, and then out of nowhere, for no reason at all, Mark pulls the trigger and kills David <gasps> instantly. What? And Armando's like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> like, yeah. we had a fucking plan. And yeah. they scatter. Uh, <laughs> Armando skips town, and he's like, later. And Mark stays in Kansas City, because I don't fucking know why, but he did not feel the need to flee. Okay. Yeah. Oopsie. Yeah. So the shit went wrong. You got to really trust the guy who's holding the gun before he pulls stunt off like that, man. Yeah. And was he just, like, nervous? Fucking learn some trigger finger, I don't know, courtesy? <laughs> what is that called? Restraint? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. Follow protocol, man. We're not, <laughs> yeah, like, don't. If we had a fucking plan, man, stick to the plan. Yeah. Keep your finger off the trigger. Yeah. Do you mean, like, safety precaution? Yeah. Like, like don't put your finger on the trigger unless you're going to pull it? That kind of shit? Basically, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, protocol. I feel like protocol is a good word. <laughs> Gotta follow proto, man. You're gonna be listening to this later while you're editing, and you're gonna be like, Jesus Christ. How did we not know? It's like hot enough to lose brain cells. Oh, my brain cells are gone. Okay. Uh, yeah, so he didn't follow protocol. He shoots the guy. Everybody leaves. Armando runs away, and Mark stays in Kansas City. Yeah. Armando was actually caught by the police in Texas, where he ran away somewhere in fucking Texas, evidently. All right. And they catch up. They catch up to him, and they arrest him. For the murder of David. Okay. Before they fucking caught Mark? Yeah. So Mark's just like cruising around Kansas City, not caught at all. They're never going to look for you in the obvious spots. Right? I guess that fucking worked, man. And Armando gets caught, and they're like, who the fuck were you with, you know? And Armando's like, I'm not giving, like, I didn't shoot Mark, but I'm not going to tell you who did. So he was arrested. I ain't no rat. Yeah. He ain't no snitch, bitch. Meanwhile, back at the ranch in Kansas, mm-hmm. uh, Mark is roaming the streets, and he starts to hear these little voices in his head. Oh, good. Uh-huh. And these voices start to tell him that he needs to kill someone, and that if he doesn't kill someone soon, that he's going to die. Oh. Okay. That's fun. We've heard that before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Happens often <laughs> in some of our stories. More often than I would have thought <laughs> before having a murder podcast. Fucking right. <laughs> So Mark starts to get, like, pretty spooked, and for three weeks, he starts wandering the streets, and he's looking for a random person that he doesn't even know. Like, you know, he's just going to pick somebody off the fucking street so that he can appease the voices in his head. Oh, my God. That's so terrifying. Yeah. And so he starts walking around looking at people, and he would ask the voices in his head, like, should I kill this person? Like, (gasps) what about him? What about her? This one? And every day, he's searching, and he can't find the person that he's supposed to kill. And he's getting more and more anxious— Because the voices keep telling him, like, if you don't kill somebody soon, you're going to die. And he believes them. And he's starting to trip out. 
Yeah. Then on August 7th, a 20-year-old man by the name of Terry Green knocks on Mark's door. Bad fucking luck, man. Oh, man. Wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. <laughs> Especially to have fucking voices in your head. Yeah. Uh, don't come over to Mark's house. <laughs> it's a rough <laughs> week. Going through some shit right now. <laughs> yeah. He's going to look at you a little differently. Okay, so... Terry actually knew Mark. They had been friends for a really long time, and they grew up in the same neighborhood together. So Mm -hmm. it really wasn't that unusual that Terry would swing by and, like, say hi to Mark. Yeah. And they'd hang out. Well, as soon as Terry gets to the house, Mark starts to hear the voices back up again in his head. Uh Uh-oh. And they're telling Mark that he needs to kill Terry. They're like, this is the one. No. Yeah. So Mark and Terry, they end up hanging out in the backyard fucking somehow. I don't know what the fuck they're doing, but they're in the backyard. And this is where Mark decides that he's going to finally act on the voices. So he pounces on Terry and he starts stabbing him with a concealed knife that he had had on him. Oh, my God. I imagine like when Terry came over, it's not like Mark had the knife on him. Yeah. But he, like, he grabbed it yeah, when they were like, walking out back or something. Kind of lured him out back with the idea of what he was going to do. Yeah. So Mark ends up stabbing t- Terry at least four times and blood is like pouring everywhere all over the backyard. <laughs> And as Terry lay dead on the ground, the voices in Mark's head continued to order him around. Uh, and they start to demand that Mark drink his friend's blood. Ew, ew, no. Oh, all I'm thinking, and this is totally inappropriate, but it's our podcast and nobody expects anything more from us. <laughs> but all I'm thinking is like right now it's so hot in ew, this shed. Ew. And then can you imagine drinking hot blood on a hot day in the backyard under a sun? That's and not refreshing friend. at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the opposite of refreshing, Ugh. man. That Ugh. sounds gross. And it's August. It was hot. Ugh. No, thank you. Was it August? You got a good memory. Yeah. August 7th. Mm. Son of a bitch. <laughs> April 7th. Oh, I think you said August. Well, goddammit. I'm not saying anything right, so. <laughs> well, listen. It was one of those A months. Maybe I'm wrong. But I thought You're August because prob- I was like, oh, that just happened. <laughs> You're probably years right. <laughs> 2001. You're probably right. I probably said August. I can't fucking read. It's too hot. <laughs> That's fair. Okay, so April 7th. Sorry. All so right. it could be a hot day. You get hot days in April. Yeah. I guess. In fact, I mean, San Diego, any time of the year could be hot. That's fair. Yeah. April. It might have been raining. Maybe he was like, oh, a nice warm cup of blood. <laughs> <laughs> this is just what the doctor ordered. I'm cold to the bone. Ugh. Gross. Does it, okay, yeah. are you going to explain any more about this, or should I speculate now on what kind of cup container he put it in? I mean, you can speculate wildly, and then I'll tell you what happens next. Okay, because okay. I feel like blood needs to be drank from, like, a wine glass. I mean, if you're a vampire, you would, yeah. But I, I want to like... read a vampire book so bad now that you said that. <laughs> like, whoa. But he's PC parched, so yeah, yeah. he probably doesn't have wine glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is... That is just a fucking stereotype right there. <laughs> I am. How do you know? I am. I'm, I'm willing to what bet. What is that? I mean, I'm not PC parched and I barely own a wine glass. Yeah, I own some, but they came with the house. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're not mine. <laughs> I feel like he like scraped it up with a tumbler, though. You know, like, like a, there's like rocks and shit in it. <laughs> yeah, like it's not clean and it's all dripping down the side of the cup. Like it's not a good time. And it's one of those like four pack of 88 cent tumblers from Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Oh, those are the best to drink out of. Like I fill love that them. shit up full of ice and then mm-hmm. water. Oh, mm-hmm. 
Okay. Yeah. I bought like fucking eight of them and we have like two left. Uh, yeah, I don't know where they go. They're like socks. They disappear. Right? How? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but they're only like fucking 98 cents. So it's okay. You can get more. <laughs> they're 88 like, cents. Don't Ooh. get bougie on me. <laughs> no. They're always like a weird color too. Like burnt pink. And you're like, what? I don't know. It's like hospital pink. left. Yeah. Everyone else got red and blue. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. Okay. I also want to say that they always say shit like they drank their blood. But you know that people took a fucking sip and they were like, I drank that blood. Yeah. They're like, ew, that was gross. Yeah. And, and they literally don't. just got on their tongue and they were over it. Yeah, yeah. Or like they licked it and they're like, yeah, I drank his blood. Yeah, I drank his blood. <laughs> <laughs> I want to drink your blood. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So dude's like fucking leaning over his lifeless friend's body to drink his blood, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, fuck, I don't have a wine glass because I'm piecing parched. <laughs> Uh, psych. Instead, he hears some noise and he freaks out that somebody just like witnessed everything that was fucking going down. And so he doesn't follow through with drinking the blood. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. See, there's some hope in life. <laughs> he can be redeemed. Oh, my God. So he knows what he did was wrong on account of someone else. I saw think, it possibly and he got nervous. Yeah. I'm going out on a limb here that like he was just following the voices because he was so afraid to die. And they were like, drink the blood, drink the blood. And he's like, I don't want to drink the blood. And he's like leaning over the body about to drink the blood. And he hears a noise. And he's like, see, I fucking told you guys this is a bad idea. <laughs> and then he's like bailing out of the situation, even though it's he's gone pretty fucking far. Yeah. Um. So now he's afraid somebody saw some shit. And so he's like, let me wrap up this body in a blue tarp. Okay. And the voices tell him, okay, man, if you don't want to get caught, you got to get rid of Terry's body. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he shoves him in the back of Terry's car and he drives the body to a local nightclub in Kansas City, Missouri, which is just over the fucking river, evidently. Casey, Mm -hmm. And uh, I guess Terry and Mark would often go to this nightclub together to party and everything. So it wasn't really the greatest fucking... You know, woo, they'll never figure out who did it if I bring him here. <laughs> but, <laughs> they might recognize him. <laughs> right? But he parks Terry's car in this parking lot, like on the far inside of this little, like, shopping mall that had this club in it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he just bails on the car, leaves Terry's body in the back of the, in the back seat of the car, wrapped up in the blue tarp, and bails. Okay. And he heads home, like, gotta fucking skadoodle out of here. <laughs> I don't know if he walked home, but whatever. He fucking gets out of there. Yeah. So Missouri police, it doesn't take them long to find the body and they're like this is totes a homicide yeah and yeah i could see how they would yeah a stabbed body wrapped up in a tarp in the back <laughs> suicide it was suicide suicide god Damn. okay so uh kansas city police had heard about the dumped body but they didn't link the killing to david marshak's murder the auto ship dealer <laughs> yep <laughs> And uh, so they weren't on the lookout for, like, Terry's killer or anything. Because it was technically a different jurisdiction. So they were like, oh, fuck, that sucks. You got a dead body? We got one, too. Crazy. Hope you find him. Yeah. Even though I would imagine they'd look and see, oh, this is Terry. He lives in this neighborhood. Maybe it was somebody from this neighborhood. He's friends with this other guy. Kansas, Missouri. Like, Kansas City, Kansas people, can you help us? And Kansas City, Missouri people are like, now nah, we got this shit. Yeah, right. Like, even That's though he's totally from a different state. I don't get it, man. I know, right? It's fucking invisible lines. Yeah. Okay, so they're not really collaborating or working together. They don't even know that they should be. Mm-hmm. They don't know it's the same guy. He can't cross the river. <laughs> There's no way they would go to a different state no, to party. No, that's just a whole different set of offenses. Yeah. You cross state lines with a dead body. (laughs) Okay. So Mark is just like cruising around, right? No one's suspecting him. No one's looking for him. Everything's going fucking great. Uh, April 10th, which is three days after Mark had killed Terry, Mm -hmm. the voices in Mark's head start to badger him again. 
Oh, man. And they tell him he has to kill again, and it's time to pick his next victim. As Mark is walking the streets, he comes up on his best friend Eric's house. No! Yeah, right? How fucking crazy would this be? I just start hearing voices in my head, and I'm like, Aaron, it's you. I will drink your blood. I'd be like, listen, tell me about it. We'll find someone. Yeah. It doesn't have to be me. (laughs) Then you just fucking drug me. Yeah, and then fucking knife you out, take you to the police, and then be like, do you have a psych ward here? Yeah, she's crazy. Yeah, (laughs) give her some drugs. Some of that good good. She needs some shit to level some other shit out. Yeah, maybe give her some PCP. I was going to say she is not PC parched. (laughs) Okay, so he's at his friend's Eric's house, and he knocks on the door, and Eric's mom answers. And he asks if he can borrow a screwdriver. Can Eric come out and play? (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, so uh, Eric's mom's like, sure, it's in the fucking kitchen. Like, help yourself. Because Mark came over all the time, right? Like, he's fucking a usual there. Like, go help yourself. I'm going to go in the living room and watch TV. Yeah, he's a bestie. It'd be like if I went to your mom's house, she'd be like, fuck yeah, come on in. Do you want dinner? Yeah. (laughs) What else can I get you? Help yourself. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So Mark goes in the kitchen, and he comes back out, and he sits next to Eric's mom, and they watch TV for a little bit. And then Mark gets up, and he goes upstairs, because he has to grab a jacket, evidently. Mm -hmm. And he's up there for a little bit, and then all of a sudden, he shoots down the stairs, and he goes outside. The back door. So now he's in the backyard of Eric's house. Okay. And Mark's like hanging out in the backyard for a second. And these voices are like chiming in again. And they're telling him he needs to kill someone. And he needs to drink blood. And he needs to eat the flesh. Ew. Like it's getting intense. Ugh. And then Eric's stepbrother, 22-year-old Michael Weaver, he comes into the backyard. Like Mm -hmm. I don't know if he was home or what or if he's like, what the fuck is Mark doing in the backyard? So he goes in the backyard and out of nowhere, Mark jumps on Michael (gasps) and stabs him with such force (gasps) with a knife that it went through his back and out the front of his chest. Oh my God. And he used a kitchen knife that he had grabbed from Eric's kitchen. Oh my God. So when he was looking for for the screwdriver, oh, he so grabbed he a knife. It when he was sitting next to Eric's mom. So this is my guess, was like he he went and sat next to her to watch TV and he was going to do it to her. And he was like trying to amp himself up, but then oh. he couldn't get himself to do it. So then he goes upstairs where his friend Eric is. I'm assuming, I'm speculating, like none of the articles said this, but this is my guess, like yeah. to go grab a sweater. And maybe he's like, I can't fucking do it to my friend Eric, right? Like, yeah. Do we know if Eric was home at the time? I think I read somewhere that he was upstairs, but I might have made that up. Yeah, because I feel like if I was the mom in that situation, I'd be like, why aren't you going upstairs? Maybe that's why I'm just speculating that Eric was upstairs, you know? Yeah. Because why would you hang out if your friend's not home? Yeah, it would be more like a, hey, can I borrow a screwdriver? Cool. All right, I'm going to hang out for a minute. Maybe Eric will come home or something. But also, okay. Well, I left my jacket in his room. I'm going to go upstairs and grab it. Maybe. Or maybe like Eric's showering or something. And so he's waiting for Eric. I don't know. Yeah, maybe that too. And then I was thinking maybe he went upstairs to go do it to Eric. And he's like, I can't do it to my best friend. And he's like running away because he's like, fuck, man, I almost did it. Like amping himself up. Yeah. And then he's in the backyard just like catching his breath and up walks Mark. Or up walks Michael. Ugh. Ugh. That's my speculation. Wildly guessing. Don't really know. But it's kind of weird behavior. And then all of a sudden he fucking pounces. I mean, he had the knife on him the whole time. He went into the kitchen to grab the knife because he was going to do something. Yeah. And he chose Michael at random. Yeah. The fact that you choose your best friend's house, though, that's pretty fucked up. That's super fucked up, man. Okay. So Michael is stabbed, like, fucking clean through the chest, right? And he is still standing and walking. And he books it. And he hops into his car. And he tries to drive away. What? 
I fucking crazy, right? What? I know. And he doesn't get very far before he succumbs to his injuries and he crashes into a light pole. Oh, my God. And a neighbor heard the crash and is like, what the fuck is going on? And calls the cops. Yeah. And Mark panics and he steals Michael's car with Michael's now dead body in it. <gasps> and he drives it to an alleyway that's not far from Mark's house. Uh-huh. And he parks the car, jumps out, and starts to run home. Because he's like, fuck Don't want to get caught for this shit. And, like, the family inside doesn't know that Michael just got stabbed to death. Was he, like, running after the car? So I can't imagine he was in the car with Michael while Michael was driving away. I'm guessing it was, like, right in the same street, you know? Like, he started to drive away, and he's like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And then he passes out and, like, rolls into a a light pole or some shit. And then Mark's like, got an idea. (laughs) Mark just hops in real quick, drives away. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know how, like, Eric's mom didn't hear the commotion if the neighbors did. Or maybe she did, and she's like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. I mean, it could have been a little bit further down the street, too. Yeah. She could have had her TV up really loud. Really loud. Second um, question Mm -hmm. is, have you ever tried to move, like, a sleeping person? Ugh. (laughs) Now imagine a sleeping person in the front seat of a car. Yeah. Like, how... Slumped over. And you want to keep them in the car. Yeah. Do you push them over to the passenger side? Like, us, their legs would still be, like, in the fucking way, and we'd be sitting, like, half on top of their legs while their body was slumped over at the fucking steering, the center column. We'd be like, well, um, I guess I'm going to do a lap thing. Like, I'm going to have to sit on your lap here. That's so weird. (laughs) We get that Bernie sit. Yeah. (laughs) Let me slide underneath you. Which also, I guess, Mark is another grown man, so maybe he can move a grown man. But, like, me, I'd be like, I don't know what to do now. Yeah, like, fucked. Yeah. I can barely move this fucking ream of paper. This is such a weird fact, but Lee and I used to play, like, in when I was still in high school. Mm-hmm. We used to play, like, dead man. That's what dead we body. called it. And you would just, like, go as limp as fucking possible. And the goal was to move, like, the other person's body to another location, which is really weird in retrospect. But it was always funny because, like, he could lift me up and do anything. Yeah. And I was, like, struggling. And he'd always be like, let's play dead man. And I'd be like, fucking hate that game. Game. It's hard. <laughs> but it's fun. It's hard to move a body. Yeah. Which is weird that we, it's super weird that we play that game. No, I mean, I get it. And also, Brandon's been like, you know, allegedly intoxicated before and, and then falls asleep in the middle of the bed. <laughs> and I'm like, motherfucker, right? Uh-huh. So I have to like try and roll him. And I'm like, dude, I can't. Like, like if I'm, you were choking on your vomit right now, you would die. Yeah. <laughs> I can't like, help you. Putting all of my weight into it and I'm just sliding back on the bed. <laughs> like, fuck, <Yes>. man. <laughs> Why do we have set sheets? Yeah. <laughs> Even my dog, when Carl gets on the bed, I'm like, are you kidding me? Uh, like, come on. And I have to convince him. And if he doesn't want to, like, hey, he, going. He's, he lives on the bed then. My trick is to, like, nudge my bony little toes underneath them. And eventually they're like, what the fuck is that? And they get up and move. <laughs> I do. Carl just growls at me. Like, <laughs> Asshole. Bitch, stay on your side. I'm like, ah. Oh, my God. So, some way, somehow, some shape or form, Mark was able to move yeah. Michael's body, though. So, right. he bails, right? Yeah. And now Michael's dead in his car. In some alleyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, Mark is, like, running home away from the little crime scene that he just created. And along the way, he runs into that longtime friend, good old Freddie, right? The one okay. who looked up to him. Yeah. Uh, kind of like a brother. And the voices start to chime in again, and they tell Mark that he needs to kill Freddie. Dude. So Mark invites Freddie back to his house, and they go downstairs to the basement to smoke. I'm... Uh- I guess, like, the downstairs area was, like, Mark's room or hangout spot. Like, it wasn't unusual to go down into the basement. Well, if they have a basement, I like, on the East Coast, a lot of them are um, 
converted into like this is just another family room or like a game room or like yeah. a hangout spot. It's like finished. Yeah, yeah. It's like another living room basically. Yeah. yeah. So that area was kind of like Mark's little area to hang out or do whatever. All right. So the voices in Mark's head are like Kill Freddy. They're downstairs smoking. And this time Mark uses a shotgun and mm. he shoots the unsuspecting Freddy in the back of the head, killing him instantly. Oh, my God. That's fucked. I mean, at least Freddy didn't know. Yeah. Had no idea what was going on. Yeah. Jesus Christ, a shotgun? That's insane. That's fucked up. Also, messy and messy. Yes. Yes. Is he he at his mom's house? He lives at his mom's house, and his mom's not home when this happens. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine? Mm -hmm. I would be Mm -hmm. so pissed. Mm -hmm. So mad. (laughs) Swear to God, if any of my kids do this shit to me. (laughs) I would be so mad. (laughs) Pissed. You don't uh, just kill your friends, man. No, especially in my house. Yeah. Jesus. Then I have to move. <laughs> Ugh. All right. This time, no one is around, right? He's alone in his basement. His mom's not due home for a while. Mm-hmm. So Mark gives in to the voices that demand him to drink Freddy's blood. Oh, my God. And while he's drinking the blood, the voices are like, you need to eat Freddy. That is horrifying i know so mark chops off a piece of freddy's leg and he starts to chomp down on it oh my god you're not even gonna cook it but i guess the raw flesh made him feel sick and he was like well i gotta cook this shit yeah so he goes upstairs in his mom's kitchen oh my god and he fries up a bit of the meat in a frying pan on my good pans on my good pans Better not have been a fucking seasoned skillet bitch i'll Ooh. tell you something about that shit that would be fucked up that's years that's like your Down the grandma drain. ate off that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Your family ate off of this for centuries. Yeah. I can't just wash it away. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. It's cooked into the pan now. Ugh. Ugh. Could you imagine? No, I'd be so mad. This pan's been in our family for generations. What if? What if? What if okay. You come home from work mm-hmm. and you open the door mm-hmm. and you're like, did Mark cook bacon? It smells kind of good. Like, I mean, what if, I imagine it would smell pretty good. Right? What if it as smells kind of good? As fucked up as that sounds. Well, because it always, like, everything I've read said, like, human tastes like pork, which I haven't been researching. It's just <laughs> come across in my travels. I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> so if it tastes like pork, then maybe... It smells like pork. When you're cooking it. I mean, put a little onions in the pan. Old housewives trick. Shit smells tits. (laughs) (laughs) You can cook onions and garlic and anything, and it'll just smell so great. It does. Everybody's always like, what are you making? And you're like, literally just onions and garlic so far. (laughs) Literally every time I come home, Brandon's cooking something. I'm like, oh, my God, it smells so good. And he'll be like, old housewives trick. (laughs) God. (laughs) I love that guy. (laughs) And it is just onions and garlic. I know. Every time. All right. So, Freddie... Cooks them up. And he eats them. Because I guess it's way better cooked. <laughs> I think any meat is way better cooked. Agreed. Except for sushi. seasoned it. True. Sushi is tits. Uncooked. Also, Would- not bad cooked. No. That's true. Better uncooked, though. True. In my nice opinion. Cold. <clears throat> IMO. All right. Now Mark is nice and full and everything off of Freddy's leg. And he... <laughs> Is like, oh shit, I've got to get rid of Freddy, right? I can't just leave a dead body down here. So he dismembers Freddy using a maul and a knife that he had fucking in his possession. I don't know if it was a kitchen knife or a buck knife or... I'm what. more concerned with what is a maul. Isn't it one of the, like the, the uh, didn't we talk about this already where it splits wood? Oh, yeah. It's like a giant hammer, metal hammer thingy, like a sledgehammer. So he used oh, basically okay. a sledgehammer and a fucking... Uh, 
Knife. Yeah, knife. So that's breaking so... bones and fucking chopping tendons. Jesus Christ. That's pretty fucking intense when you think about it that way. Yeah. Which I don't know why I'm so desensitized that the rest of the story didn't freak me out, but like, Jesus. I know, right? Holy guacamole. It's when you get the details that you're like, ew. Oh, yeah. Like you can speculate as much as you want. You're like, ha, 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 but that's probably not true. Yeah. But then when you know, you're like, oh, gross. Yeah. Oh, nothing oh, new. Ooh, he grows. Okay, so he chops Freddy up and he stuffs him into a trash bag and then he just leaves him on the basement floor. Mm-hmm. So, uh, not a great plan. <laughs> Mom, take the trash out. <laughs> yeah, not your best plan you've had. So then Mark goes on a little stroll around the neighborhood for a few hours. Mm-hmm. And Mark's mom comes home, and she discovers a fucking total bloodbath in the basement, along you with fucking... Freddy's chopped up remains. Yeah, it was a shotgun blast. <laughs> yeah. First of all, you'd be like, smells like gunpowder. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe you're like, smells like bacon. Is that also gunpowder? <laughs> Is that, um, something happened here. I guess she never really actually would go down into the basement, but she had seen, like, a trail of blood or some shit coming out of the basement. Mm-hmm. And she was like, hold the fuck on. Let me go see what's going on. Do or maybe some investigating. Leading- yeah. Maybe she- yeah. Maybe it was leading into the basement. I don't know how the fucking blood got all over the place. I assume he chopped off part of the leg and was like, let me just carry this upstairs. Oh, my God. And he's probably covered in blood. Ugh. Yeah, it doesn't even specify that he showered. I would imagine you have to shower before you go walking around after that shit. I mean, if you don't want to get caught, but it sounds like he has some mental issues. Yeah, I don't think he's fully aware of everything. His facilities. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, so she sees all this shit, right? Sees body parts in a bag, and she calls the fucking cops. Well, that's good. Yeah. She doesn't call him like, hey, honey, when uh, are you going to be home? Mark, I see you left downstairs a mess, and we've talked about this before. <laughs> you have to take the trash out before you go stroll in the neighborhood. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so the, the police started searching the street for Mark, right? Because she's like, my fucking son probably did this shit. Yeah. Uh, they find him super easy because he wasn't even trying to hide. But when the cops try to arrest him, he resists, and he makes a break for it, and he hijacks a fucking passing car. Oh, what is this, GTA? <laughs> exactly. I guess in the car was a female driver, and he, like, came up to her window or some shit and put a gun to the window and was like, fucking drive. And he jumped in the back or into the passenger side or some shit, and then he had her driving around, and then he, like, shoved her out of the car at some point and just stole her car completely. I would be happier with that. Yeah, me too. So technically, he kidnapped somebody, and then he, like, stole her car. Yeah. And the police are chasing him, and he leads them on a little hot pursuit. <laughs> but ultimately, they get him. That's good. Because his fucking, you're not going to outrun the police. Yeah. Usually they just get, like, helicopters and stuff, and they're like, hey, man. Yeah. You get five stars, you're dead. Yeah. You might as well just die. <laughs> you're going to hide under a bridge. Wasted. <laughs> for, like, a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Armando is, still isn't admitting to police that Mark had shot and killed David. So he's still in custody, arrested, whatever, for David's murder. And he's still like, Mm-mm, don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Don't know who it is. But they had some witnesses who had seen Mark shoot David give descriptions of the shooter in that homicide. And so the police were like, uh, that description kind of matches this other guy who just chopped up a body in a basement and just tried to outrun the police. Like, I think that description matches Mark, right? Yeah. Uh, so they go to Armando and they're like, hey, man, look, this guy, Mark, just got busted for three other homicides in the area. They yeah. link him to uh, Michael's and Terry's murder. Yeah. So, like, he just got busted for the three other homicides in the area. You're not doing him any favors by trying to protect him because he's already busted. So just tell us, like, did he shoot David? And Armando was like, yup. <laughs> that was him. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah. All right. You got him. Uh, exactly. So Mark is arrested and held on $2 million bail. Damn. 
uh, detectives start interrogating him. And at first, he's, like, not talking at all. Like, he just sat there in total silence. And they were like, what the fuck, bro? Like, Mm -hmm. you're not even going to say anything? And the detective was, like, packing up for the night. Like, all right, I'm not getting anything out of this guy. And then the dude just starts talking. Mm. And he, out of nowhere, admits that to everything he had done, that he killed all three people and that he had the voices in his head that was telling him that he needed to kill or he would die. And they were telling him to drink blood and eat the victims and shit. And the police were like, hold the fuck up. You were drinking and eating them? That's crazy. Yeah, that's a little more than we expected. Yeah, like I thought you just killed them. So the police are like, hold the fuck up. Let's get this dude evaluated because obviously he's batshit crazy. He chopped somebody up, but like he's also eating and drinking them and he's got voices. Yeah. So he gets evaluated by a bunch of psychologists and some people like some of the professionals doubt his story and they kind of think that he like made up the voice shit to like Mm. get away with murder. Yeah. But then others were like, nah, dude, like for sure he had some mental illness and he was taking PCP like that alone will cause hallucinations and shit. Yeah. And he was diagnosed with schizophrenia. Oh, okay. Which, you know, not good. I wonder if it was induced by the PCP usage, though. Oh, I wonder. Does he have schizophrenia all the time? Did he have it before he started taking the PCP or did it cause it? PCP will probably at least heighten it if he already had it. Yeah. I don't know if it'll cause it. I don't know either. That's fucked up. Yeah, right? But, like, he wasn't doing PCP in prison and he, well, I guess I don't really know that for sure, but he still got diagnosed with schizophrenia. PC poop holes. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) That's how you get it in there. You definitely not PC parch there. (laughs) Okay. So because of his mental illness diagnosis, uh, prosecutors chose not to seek the death penalty in the case. And instead, they decided to try to get him committed to a, a state mental hospital. Yeah. For, like, life. He was deemed competent to stand trial, and on June 23rd, 2004, Mark was convicted of the three murders of Terry, Michael, and Freddie. Oh, good. And then on December 10th, 2004, he was convicted of aggravated robbery and the murder of David. Mm -hmm. In total, he was charged with four counts of first-degree murder, one count of kidnapping, and two counts of aggravated robbery. So from fucking Robin, David, and then that chick, like, taking her car and shit. Uh, He was sentenced to three life terms, 79 months for kidnapping, and 32 months for aggravated burglary. Okay. And fun little fact, because he, like, tried to drink the blood of his victims or whatever, he earned the nickname the Kansas City Vampire. Ooh. Which is why I chose the case. Yeah. Which you knew already. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking horrifying. Yeah. Great, right? Yeah. Dude, it's so crazy because, like I said, he grew up, like, a pretty normal life. Like, he was in a rough part of town, didn't have his dad in his life, but, like, tons of people grow up like that. Yeah. And his mom was, like, trying his be- her best to, like, keep him good and keep him nice and uh, fucking PC parched all of a sudden. Mm. Went bashy crazy and started killing people because he had voices in his goddamn head. That's crazy. Oh, my God. But you God. can't help mental illness. I mean, you can if you can get it, like, under control or whatever. But, like, that's a fucking luck of the draw if right? that's what it is. But you that's know? what I'm saying is I don't know if he had mental illness yeah. before or if it was drug-related or what, Yeah. Man. Ugh. That's fucking scary. And then it was all his fucking friends. Yeah, man. I mean, if I was going to, like, if anybody will do, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would not choose my friends, I feel I like. I know. I'd be like, well, this person that I'll never know or miss. Oh, my God. And, and also can't, that can't be linked to me in any way. another thing that trips me out about him going to his friend Eric's house mm-hmm. is he asked for a screwdriver. Mm. So was he asking because he knew she kept them in the fucking kitchen? Because that's a weird place to keep a screwdriver. Or was he asking because he was like, I'm going to kill somebody with a screwdriver. Mm. I need a weapon. 
And then, and then when she was he, like, it's in the kitchen. And he was like, oh, this is better. Yeah, knife, knife seems more pleasant. Way easier. And then he stabbed him so hard it went out the front of his chest. Yeah, that's terrifying. Jesus. Also, I keep screwdrivers in the kitchen. Do you? Some of them, yeah. In their junk drawer. Yeah, I was going to say in your everything drawer. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I could see that. At least there's one. Or yeah. there was until. But I feel like it's like your rinky-dinky shitty screwdriver. You know? Uh, you, like, it's not the really long one that you think you would need. It's the really long one. <laughs> <laughs> it's in your drawer? Yeah, if you put it the right way. At least oh. it was that one until Brandon moved in, and then he was like, screwdrivers don't go in the kitchen. And then every time I need a screwdriver, I go there, and I'm like, where the fuck is a screwdriver? And then I put one there, and then I'm sure it's the cycle. <laughs> <laughs> you just, like, whatever one you use last gets there. Yeah. Until Brandon finds it, and he puts it away. Mm-hmm. He's like, this is not where this goes. I'm like, yes, it is. That's <laughs> where I keep a bitch. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, goddamn. Yeah. Crazy shit, right? Fucking rough one. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. 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 They always uh... (laughs) are. Yeah, no kidding. All right. So, if you guys want to check out pictures pertaining to our case, (laughs) my case, (laughs) check it out at isgdpodcast.com. We also have links to our Patreon and merch there. Patreon is only a dollar, and you get, like, fucking 16 episodes, soon to be 17. And... It'll come out next week, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't fucking know the time math. Yeah, time math is hard. I think it, I think anyone will come out next week. Yeah, anyway, just so you know, we publish them every third Saturday of the month. Unless that Saturday is technically, like, the first Saturday is, like, the first of the month. Then we give ourselves an extra week. Yeah, unless that Saturday doesn't fit with our schedule. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. sometimes it's the fourth Saturday, and you'll forgive us, because you still get it in the month. <laughs> yeah, it'll still be there. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. What else? Uh, we also are on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, is, at ISGD Podcast. Mm-hmm. You can email me, Stacy mm-hmm. at ISGDPodcast at gmail.com. You can snail mail Aaron at... P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. And if you want that address, it's also on our website under Contact Us. Also, we got a package. Wait, before we open our package, which I'm super excited about, but you guys should subscribe, rate, and review. Yeah, you should. A bunch of you left us a bunch of reviews for that giveaway, and... We fucking appreciate you. Love it. It makes just so much for my ego. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Also, I know that I owe people stickers and stuff, so uh, today I started finally accumulating all of those people, and I will get that shit out ASAP. Yeah, I owe a bunch of shit, too. Listen, we'll get there. Yeah. We love you. We love you. You're important to us. Don't you ever fucking forget it. God damn it. Okay, let's open this package. Okay, who's it from? It's from Keith McDonald. Keith. What's up, Keith? What's up, baby? <laughs> I'm hot. I am very hot. Okay, I gotta open it with a screw. Ooh, girl, I'm you strong. I you open fucking packages. I opened the last one on Twitch live. <laughs> yeah, so. I could have died live on Twitch. True. This one has been sitting in my house, so I know it doesn't have COVID. Okay, well, that's an advantage. Yeah. Because it would have died by now. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure it doesn't live on, like, surfaces long. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Mm. Uh, while you're opening that, I'll tell a little story. Okay. After we got done recording our Twitch episode for the 100th episode, uh, I came inside and Lee was like, you just ate all that COVID food from the, <laughs> the truck stop. <laughs> all the beaver nuggets. Yeah. He's like, you just ate all that COVID food. I was like, this should die forever ago if oh, it, it even had COVID. Had. And I'm sure Kelly would have been like, hey, heads up, I have a fever. Don't eat that yet. <laughs> hey, heads up, this might have COVID. Okay, okay. okay. Are you so excited? I'm so excited. Okay. Oh, my God. <gasps> First, there's a letter. <gasps> oh, we just got a letter. This is right. It anthrax. Ooh, is thick. Ooh, girl. Tell me about thick. it. Oh, my goodness. I am going to read this one later because it's very long, but... 
Keith as a 61-year-old man, and he says we have a very diverse fan base because of that. Oh, shit. You know, our fucking fan base. He's going to fucking snail mail us again and be like, can you help me with my Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> now I feel like an asshole. <laughs> oh, my God. He's like, oh my nah, God. Nah, I can't wait I got, to read that. I got, I got Facebook down. Don't worry about yeah. it. He's like, um, actually, I know how to use fucking computers. <laughs> I actually don't fucking stereotype. <laughs> right. God, razzles. Ageists. He's from Indiana. BT Deb. Gary, Indiana. No. Oh. Hanover. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Hanover? Hanover. Whatever. I don't know. Oh, my God. Look <gasps> There's at this. a T-shirt. <gasps> it's from Hinkle's Historic Madison, Indiana. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hamburgers. Hamburgers. Hinkle's. What the fuck is a Hinkle? I have no idea. I, I bet it has hamburgers. Oh, my God. Hinkle's. We got two because <gasps> we got a match. I feel so special whenever somebody mails us two of something because oh I God. feel included. Oh, my God. This is going to be my new it? favorite thing in the whole world. What is it? It's a hoodie that's, that says Hanover on it. Oh, my God. That's Hanover. so nice. Hanover. <gasps> are there two? There are two. Oh, my God. This I is my favorite day. I should have known the one. Oh, my God. Literally, I was shopping for fucking hoodies the other day because I want a pullover hoodie like this. This is my new favorite thing. I'm going to fucking wear this all the time. Oh, my God. It's so hot right now, though. So can you wait like a month? I'm just going to wear, wear it at night. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is the nicest thing ever. Keith. <laughs> Keith. Keith. I yell at people when I love them. <laughs> also, you have to tell us what a hinkle is. Yeah, what's a hamburger hinkle? What is, okay, wait. Let me see. I need to see. Because we're Hinkle's behind historic some... Madison, Indiana since 1933. <gasps> Hamburgers hinkle. I'm going to Indiana and I'm eating a hinkle. Gary, Indiana. Indiana, Gary, Indiana. It's from historic downtown Madison, Indiana. Okay, let me slide the curtain for a second. Uh-huh. So the audio might be shit, but I just want to see it. Okay. Here, you can have one of each. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's so soft. Yeah. Yeah, I am legit. I've never been more excited for anything than I am this sweater right we now. We are so <laughs> easily pleased. Literally. Oh, oh my God, I'm so happy. Oh, this is legit. What a fucking guy. <gasps> Keith, you're a goddamn jewel. Jewel. A gem. A gem. And he got our size. <laughs> it's like he knows us. <gasps> I would put it on, but it's like a thousand degrees it's in here. It's so hot. I love it. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. <gasps> Thank you, Keith. People are going to be like, who do you know and Hanover? And we're going to be like, fucking Keith. Fucking Don't Keith. worry about it. Fucking do you know Keith. him? <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. And they'll be like, no. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> All right, lady. <gasps> Keith, thank you. We You're appreciate you. Legit. I want to read that note. I do, too. Okay. He's going to be like, I wrapped it in anthrax. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Damn it. Son of a bitch got us. <laughs> Oops. I totally hit my mic. Oh. Okay, let's close this bitch. Okay, later losers. Bye. <laughs>